0: You're in business because you have an idea, a spark, a passion, and it's your gift. It's the one that you have and you're bringing into the world. I know it isn't easy and it requires commitment. You have to learn both the mechanics and leave room for the magic every day in your business. And I'm here for you to help you make a profit. I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. I'm in this with you every single day. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business, from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month, with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride called entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Really excited today. We are going to be talking about the myth of motivation. This is a topic I have wanted to dive in with a professional for a very long time because I think we hear so many different competing views on the topic, and I think it's time that somebody gets in here with us, gives us some perspective, and helps us make some decisions about what we should be doing for ourselves and our own unique perspectives on being an entrepreneur and what it's like being down in the business of being in business. So I wanna introduce Maritza. I'm gonna let her tell you everything that she does and then we're gonna dive right into this juicy topic. So Maritza, thank you so
1: much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Don. So can you tell everyone who you are and who you serve? Sure, my name is Dr. Maritza Isagiri Kelly. Um, I am a licensed mental health counselor and I also have a doctorate in uh, counseling. I serve people who are looking to transition into coaching and NLP, as well as helping businesses to scale and understand what it looks like to uh, increase or move um, move around um, in terms of efficiency in their businesses.
0: So we talked briefly about the motivation thing. We, I, I gave you kind of what my feelings are about one side of the room is like, get up at four in the morning and take an ice bath and make sure you do these things over here. And then the other side of the room is like, no, 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 make your own thing to stay motivated. Can you talk to us a little bit about motivation, entrepreneurship? You help people scale, you help them find their way. What are your thoughts on staying motivated day in, day out in entrepreneurship?
1: Sure. Uh, That's a really great question. I think it's something that there, like you said, there is so many misconceptions and so many, like, like a wide realm of like, this is right. And this is wrong. And I can tell you personally, um, I've done both. Right. So I've gotten up at four in the morning. I have a cryo chamber. Um, I've done the ice baths. I've done all of that. Um, and for, and then I've also tried to be more in flow and said, oh, well, let me just see how this goes. And, you know, um, more of law of attraction and, you know, let let the energy and the things that are meant to be come to me. And I think what really it is Don is that you have to find out what works for you. Right. So there's going to be people that if they're not getting up at five o'clock in the morning and they're an entrepreneur. uh, So they're in business by themselves. They don't have anybody riding them to say, Hey, you need to be here at this time. You need to do this. You need to do that. I think most importantly for a lot of people, it's not about getting up at the five o'clock in the morning, but it's having a schedule and staying consistent right? So the consistency is really key because when we lose that level of consistency, what tends to happen is we start to kind of just do whatever, whenever. And that is where I think a lot of people mess up is that they don't have that consistency. They don't have that schedule. They're not prioritizing what needs to get done in terms of, you know, their schedule, who they're talking to, the activities that they're doing in their business, you know, what what's actually moving the needle the further, the furthest, the fastest, if that makes sense.
0: It does. And, you know, there are some people who, again, need that schedule and they need to have kind of those goals written down and that stuff. And then some people don't. How do I figure out which side of the coin I'm on without hurting my business? Let's say that I think I'm one side and I try it for a couple of weeks and it's not how do I how do I trust myself to maybe try something different without losing ground in my business?
1: I think creating systems around what you're looking to do, uh, looking at what is your main objective. So, if your main objective is to take your business, for instance, from a um, million dollars a year to two million dollars a year, there's going to be certain things that you're going to have to do in order to make that. Increase as well as making it sustainable. So for instance, when you're making that happen, um, you could do it and you could stress yourself out. You could make the extra million dollars a year and you could feel absolutely terrible about it because maybe you're just quote unquote winging it. Now, if you put together some systems and processes in place that are more consistent, that feel better, then you could actually do that increase and feel great about doing it. So I think that a lot of it is going to be doing those internal checks. And as you're going through the process is checking in with yourself and saying, "Okay, how do I feel about this? Does this feel consistent? Am I in alignment? And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs um, in recent times, I think it's I think we're starting to like switch the pendulum and people are becoming more self-aware. But there's been a huge lack of self-awareness of. Doing things to make money or doing things to increase the business, but also not checking internally to how does it feel for me personally, not just how does it feel financially and business growth.
0: So this gets me to the next point, because as soon as you said checking in with yourself, the first thing that pops in my head, self-sabotage, right? So what is the other side of that self-motivation piece? To me, it just like pops in with this big blinking red light that goes, self-sabotage. It's the other side of that whole fear entrepreneur thing. How do we identify that? And how do we know that that might be what's affecting us and our motivation?
1: So it's really hard to see outside the box that you're standing in is one of the things I love to tell my clients because it's very difficult to to identify self-sabotage if you've not worked with a coach or you don't have that level of self-awareness, you see it in anything. Um, I see it with my professional athletes. I've worked with um, Olympic uh, competitors. So that self-sabotage, that fear of success is actually more Prominent than the fear of failure, right? Because now, once you succeed, once you reach that goal, what next, right? Is it sustainable? Um, Where do I go from there? How do I how do I keep climbing? Or if I all of a sudden fail, it's kind of safer that way, you know. Failure is safe because then I can say, oh, well, it didn't work. But most of the time, when people are failing, it's and I don't like to call it failure either anyways i like to call it feedback because they're not necessarily failing what's happening is is that one of their systems is off right so that that then would be to your point on is saying okay now i'm going to look at i didn't get the result that i was aiming for what could i be doing better
0: right so I guess it's a results feedback kind of is what I'm hearing from you. So that the motivation, checking in with yourself, recognizing self-sabotage and feedback is sort of this loop. How would somebody get started, right? So you're a new entrepreneur. You're very excited and you're excited about all the things, about the product, about the services, about the marketing. And I know that within a very short time, months, usually, you know, we start to struggle a little bit and some of that struggle may not be external um, as in lagging sales, but it's internal about questioning whether or not you can keep going and stuff. How do we kind of get into this loop, recognize the loop, break the loop? How do we, you know, push ourselves forward or keep going? What are your recommendations when we start to kind of feel like something's off?
1: Yeah, so in order to understand where you feel that you're off and to kind of get yourself going in the beginning, I like to create a plan uh, with my clients. So the first thing would be is saying, okay, where am I currently at? Let's do like both ends of the spectrum. So let's go one extreme to the other. So first let's create like, where am I currently at? then on the far end of the other spectrum it's where do i want to be then what we do is we reverse engineer it. so when we start where we're at then we say okay so i'm here what do i need to do first to get my end result So, um, creating your resources, like, do I know anyone who has created that end result? So let's say I want to write a book, right? Like I want to be a famous author. So I would collect resources. Do I know somebody who's become a famous author? Do I have a topic that I want to write on? Um, how am I planning on marketing this? So creating a plan. And then do you remember those, um, mind maps, like as a kid, when you were like doing science projects and you had to come up with like the hypotheses and all of that, do you remember that? Yeah. It's almost mind mapping for business. So then each thing has a number of objectives of things that you have to do. And then you really create a step by step process. And then you can organize that by what you need to do first. Now, again, like you're going to have people who don't want to get up at the five o'clock in the morning. They want to be a little bit more chill about it because that feels better for them. That's great. As long as they're getting done what they need to do, that it feels like they're putting in their hundred percent, because that's where I see the um, the biggest disconnect is that, you know, you have these, you know, these goals and you've had these objective and it's writing down what you need to do each day to feel that you are working towards your goal. And you know, maybe your goal is set out for a year, and that's fine. Um, maybe you could achieve the same goal in six months if you were pushing yourself a little bit harder. But maybe you have young children. Maybe, um, maybe this is you know your first shot at entrepreneurship, and so it's kind of started off as almost like a side hustle, right? So. It's not ready to be that full time, full commitment, but that is 100 percent of what you can put forth to that business at a time. So taking all of those things into consideration and I think doing a daily reflection of what you've done and how you feel about what you've done, you know, OK, so I said I was going to make um I was going to write 50 words a day. And today I didn't write any words. Okay. Like what is my feedback on that? Okay. I spent too much time at lunch with my girlfriend or, you know, whatever I did, or I I did really well. And I wrote 75 words say, okay, well, what did I do differently? Oh, I, I made sure to turn off my phone today so that I really sat down and, and worked on those, um, writing out that content.
0: That is very interesting. So you're not just looking at your progress, you're actually dissecting your progress a little bit and looking at your effort, that did you give the effort you needed to give towards your progress. So you're also an NLP practitioner. Can you talk a little bit about that and how this would kind of feed into that, that um, practice?
1: Sure, yeah. NLP, um, NLP is amazing. It's one of those things that's really changed my practice and the way that I coach my clients, because NLP does a lot of uh, feedback um, and it provides a lot of doing things quicker and faster. So, you know, what we might find as well is that maybe we do have those limiting beliefs Or like you had mentioned previously, those mental blocks that are holding us back that are saying like, you're not good enough. You're never going to accomplish it. So then we're sitting there and we're putting in like that 30% of effort and expecting 100% of the result. Um, And we talk about in NLP that, you know, I got in, um, (laughs) my flight got in at seven o'clock this morning from San Diego. Now, if there was a lot of wind. Now, if my pilot was even 1% off track and was like, "Ah, I don't feel like, you know, counter steering into the wind. I'm just going to kind of go with that, you know, 1%, but I'm 99% off track. I would have landed in a different city. Now landing in a different city has a number of consequences. My car wouldn't have been there. Um, it might've taken me longer to get home, you know? So there's, there's a lot of consequences that land into making into like not counter steering into getting to where you need to be so even one percent off track it can lead you in a whole different direction and I think that's one of the things with NLP that really shook me because um, I never I didn't even as an entrepreneur I didn't grasp that concept and I'm like oh yeah like When, when I'm saying 80% is good today, no, 80% is not good today. Like it needs to be a hundred percent of what I can put in that day. And then I need to look at that day and say, okay, this came up. What could I have done better in order to avoid those mistakes? And that's another thing too, Don, that I use with my athletes, right? So I have a couple of gymnasts that I work with and when they're not landing their jumps, we actually look at their jumps and we're like, okay, what did you not do? Okay, I didn't tuck hard enough. You know, my head was disaligned, my shoulder was off. So then we work on, you know, perfecting them in the process in order to get that perfect landing each and every time.
0: That's very interesting. What I heard you say is I could give a hundred percent today, meaning that you still allow for life to happen and things to come up sometimes in business. So you're not saying that. It's a hundred percent grind and hustle every day, exhaust yourself, run yourself into the ground to try to make something happen.
1: Yeah, no, no, not at all. Like I, I don't believe that's sustainable. I believe that that is where people reach burnout and people start to um, become really disjoyed with their businesses. And I think for myself personally, and for a number of the, business owners that I work with is their whole purpose in going into business for themselves was to gain that sense of enjoyment, that passion back for their craft. And that's not going to be there if every day they're just stressing themselves out. So I think entrepreneurship, yes, it can be Grueling at times, and it leaves a lot of room for creative freedom as long as you're willing to take an honest look at your efforts and give yourself that constructive feedback in order to progress every day.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, this balance between having motivation but really not looking at it as being the starting block, right? So, figuring out what that looks like for you and having this feedback loop into did I do the things I needed to get done today? And did I do them hundred percent? In other words, I didn't let fear get in the way, or I didn't allow something else to throw me off course, even that 1% when I put my head down and did the thing. I, I think that's important. I think this is a discussion uh, that entrepreneurs maybe, you know, kind of surface gloss over. It's either you hard charge a hundred percent or you don't, right? So you're either in um, this idea of everything is law of attraction and it's coming to me or it's this idea of you have to hustle and grind. And I love these conversations where it's no there's there's this nuance to it where you have to you know take it day by day and make sure that you are getting that feedback. What are some of your favorite ways that people can get started with this self-awareness and feedback?
1: So some of the things that I really enjoy is to first really just write everything down, uh, just completely brain release. I don't like to call it brain dumping, (laughs) but (laughs) just brain release, Um, get a piece of paper, write it out. If you're more auditory, um, take your phone, record it, and just everything that you want your day to look like, right? Like what is your ideal day? Because I think for You know, entrepreneurs, it's creating your ideal day and then creating your ideal business around your ideal day, right? So, talking about, you know, I want to wake up at five o'clock or five o'clock in the morning and I want to sit outside and I want to listen to the birds and I want to drink a cup of tea and then you know, maybe it's, I want to pray. I want to journal. I want to, you know, go to the gym, whatever their form of like morning meditation and grounding ritual is. And then at 11 o'clock, I want to work. And then maybe from 11 to three I'm really committed to my process. I have a system in place. And then at four o'clock, I have a hard start or a hard stop and going into creating their ideal day, their vacations. What does that look like? all of that, and then creating the business that aligns with their ideal day. Because again, you want to have that personal alignment. So for myself, I'll use myself as an example. I owned uh, drug and alcohol treatment centers for a number of years. And when you own that type of organization, um, it does not close down. It is a 24 uh, seven, seven day a week, 365, you are there all day, every day, because patients actually live there and you have 24 hour staff. So as I grew older and decided to start having more children, that business model no longer aligned with who I became. So for me, I had to look at that balance. Now I was off balanced on. So now where that business used to serve me financially, it used to serve me emotionally. Now it was more, the the ROI was not as great. Now it felt like it was more taking than I was receiving. So I had to really go to remove myself and get honest and write down the things about my day that I was no longer liking. Then as I wrote that down, I had I did my my cost benefit analysis, right? So where I looked at it and I said, okay, the things I really, really love about this, I love to be able to help people. I love my staff. I love what we do. I love our mission. I love what I stand for. And then the other part, the things that I, I didn't like, and then the things I really didn't like. And then as I looked at that list, It no longer made sense to me to continue in that business and I sold it. And now when I wake up in the morning, my business is perfectly aligned with who I am today. And maybe it won't be in five years from now when my kids are older, but for me right now, it's my ideal business. If that makes sense.
0: That makes a lot of sense. And I'm going to tell you that takes a lot of courage to look at something and say, I've been doing it this way for years and years and years but it actually isn't working for me anymore. Uh, Tremendous courage to go ahead and walk away from something that obviously was very successful and something you were able to sell. So, you know, this brings me back around to this whole motivation thing and the myth of motivation. So it really is an inside job. It really doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you get up at four in the morning or if you get up at 11.
1: Yeah, I just I've never um, thank you for that, by the way. Um, it, it did take a lot of courage and I've, I've never really believed in motivation. I believe in inspiration, um, taking inspired action, um, when I'm inspired and I believe action, then after action comes the motivation because you get the reward from it. So you get that like dopamine and that serotonin, that little spike there. And then that's almost like, uh, it's almost like lighting the, the fire underneath your rear end and it keeps you going. But I don't believe without taking any action that you have that motivation. You might have inspiration that gets you started but in order to get that motivation you really have to start taking action and then that action builds up that momentum and then it's like going downhill on a bicycle it's like then you can just zoom through because it's what you truly love and truly desire but when you have that disalignment that miss that misconnection I don't believe, because I believe, you know, when we have our conscious mind and our subconscious mind, right? The conscious mind is the goal setter, right? I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. The subconscious mind is the goal getter, right? So for a while, that conscious mind can kind of, drag the subconscious mind through it and say, come on, you're going to do this. You're going to do this because this is the end result that we want. But then all of a sudden, all of those like that, like the game of whack-a-mole, all those little isms, like the fear, the the disalignment, like all of those things are going to keep popping up. And then you're going to burn out. You're going to fizzle out. You're going to get frustrated because it's not going to be aligned with the person that you are. So there's a couple of things that you could do there. One, you could Do some techniques to really gain that alignment, get rid of those limiting beliefs, and really, you know, maybe do a parts integration to really identify if that's the goal that you truly want. And I believe that a lot of people pick goals early on in life. Like, think about even, you know, when we were younger and and picking college careers. Like, did you really pick your college career, or was your college career picked based on, you know, what your parents? stated was a good job or what you watched on TV and, you know, your idols of who you admired, you know? So it's taking all of those things into consideration and, and yeah, the motivation, um, it's not going to be there and it's not going to be sustainable if there's disalignment.
0: Right. This is, it's making tremendous sense. And I'm hoping that everybody is listening here is, is, getting these little nuggets out of here that really it's, it's this huge combination. And if you aren't feeling aligned right now in the business that you've been building and you feel stuck because you feel like I don't want to waste all the stuff that I've done, um, I would encourage you to reach out to Marissa and talk to her about, you know, what it's like to sell and start over or to create something different. If people want to reach out to you and, and get some more information and, you know, learn about you and your practice, how can they reach you?
1: Sure. So you guys can um, always go to my website, which is www.obtainingmastery.com and book a call uh, with somebody on my team to see how we can better serve you, see what your goals are. Um, And you can always email me uh, directly at Maritza, M-A-R-I-T-S-A at obtainingmastery.com. And uh Don, you brought up a great a great thing when you uh, said that earlier. I always say to my clients, just because you took a long time making a decision, uh, you don't have to stay stuck in it, you know, because you know a bad decision You can change it at any time, but don't be stuck in a bad decision or a decision that no longer serves you. You know, whether it's it's that relationship that you needed to get out of that business that you needed to get out of, you know, um, you know, sometimes we're we're hard headed and we're like, I'm going to keep going. Sometimes that's that's the thing that's that's holding us back the most, believe it or not.
0: Right, right. Yeah, it's it's that idea of I'm going to decision harder instead of making the change that needs to be made uh, in order to get unstuck. So, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a great conversation, and I'm sure that all the listeners are going to get nuggets out of this.
1: I appreciate you having me. Thank you so very much.
0: All right. I will talk to you all next time on the next episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you want some more information about me or free resources, please visit my updated website, DawnKKennedy.com. Follow me on social at DawnKKennedyXO on Instagram and on Facebook at DawnKKennedyMentor. I'll see you next time.